Hello and welcome to an episode of Get Wrecked, our little side series here on Play Along Podcast where one of us and a guest recommend each other a game and then uh, we get together and have a little discussion about the game. But this episode is a little bit of a special one, uh, February being our celebration month. I am joined by one of my Play Along co-hosts <gasps> and the three of us are going to be doing episodes where we recommend each other games as the little celebration of our year anniversary it's me hi i'm I'm jared i'm here yeah so welcome to this episode as he said i'm joined by jared hi everybody one and only the one and only the creator, the brain. This is your brainchild. This podcast. We, I know we created this as like a guest from the podcast, but we also make the roles, and we just wanted to do it ourselves. So <laughs> we we're doing get wrecked episodes with with one another. Yeah, well, when when we started off, I think when we was talking about get wrecked at first, we was like, oh, it'd be cool if we did it like you yeah, know, the three of us, and then that was the first we thing like, we oh, thought well, of. That, that will run out very very quickly, so we changed it to having other people on. Yeah. Um, Plus, our main series so this is, just isn't like built great to have guests on. It's kind of awkward. You'd have to play like the section we're talking about specifically. So it's like, eh, this is a good way for yeah. us to have other people from other shows onto our podcast. Yeah, I mean, we could maybe do interstitials, but like, yeah, a lot of scheduling stuff is. Uh, but yeah, so we we have get wrecked. But yep. as I said. February is our year anniversary and so thank you as a treat you. and a thank you to you guys uh you're getting double play along pod in your in your get wrecked episodes every week there will be one episode of get wrecked that goes up every week in February yeah yes indeed um normally we talk to the guests and I like you know where where you're from what you're doing <laughs> etc um I mean, we we spoke about it briefly in our Q and A, but like Jared, me and you know each other through very long time. Uh, the yeah. website for the website I used to run. Yeah. Um, I I worked it out like I I started that in my first year of uni, which was twenty twelve. That's crazy. Which means that we have known each other for probably like nine years. Oh yeah, I jumped in a little a couple years after that because it was about 2015 when i started writing for you because that's when i was also mm. i was also in college as well during that point so yeah like okay it's just seven eight years yeah yeah and i did that for like a year and a half or so because then we had the podcast and we started doing the podcast with greg and everything uh but then i got married and after you know wedding planning and the marriage and everything like that i kind of just fell off doing it and then a couple of years after that, I had reached out to Ben and I was like, hey, do you need help writing on the website anymore? And he's like, yeah. So I started doing more writing on the website and you had already had the, you had the podcast still going on with Dan and everything. And then I pitched you the idea. I was like, hey, play along pod. Should we do it? And you're like, yes, I'm in. I'm also going to be on the podcast. You don't have a choice. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was no invitation. I was like, you're doing this and uh, I'm going to be there. Um, but yeah, like, I mean... It was one of those things, like, obviously, when you... So I was doing the website, and I I, I had no means to pay people just because of how the website yeah. worked and, like, stuff. So it was always, like... I mean, I did. I, don't get me wrong, I didn't want you to stop writing for the website. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. Know, um, but 
I I feel like we did a good job, like sort of like how can I explain this? It's it's not on me to leash you down. Like you you know, you don't yeah. I'm not gonna be like, no, you can't fucking leave. Like, You're you stuck know, here forever. And to be fair, Ben, yeah. you did pay me. I made fifteen dollars off of you in the beginning of writing. You paid me for doing some writing on there. So that was <laughs> you did pay me. <laughs> You was very briefly a semi-professional video game journalist. Hell yes. Well, it was interesting how that started too, because I used to run just a gaming Instagram where I would post news and everything. And you just messaged me and you're like, hey, do you want to write for my website? And I was like, sure, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do this. Yeah, I just, I reached out to people who were like interacting with the, yeah. with the Instagram page I had. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like, it, one of the things that I wanted to do mm -hmm. Like when you when you stopped writing, one of the main things like I didn't want to lose contact with you. That was yeah. like my big kind of fin because me and you were were friends beforehand, and obviously since doing play along, like we've kind of got closer and stuff. But absolutely, that was my big fin. I was like, you know, if you ever want to like come back to writing, you can come back anytime. Mm -hmm. But I was like, just don't lose contact with me. Like keep me yeah. updated and and yeah, and we sort of. And here, here we, are, we are talking to you about Sanic. <laughs> Sanic, yeah. We never actually said, but um, all of our episodes kind of have a theme to them. Um, yeah. Mine and Kai's. Mine and Kai's has a theme. Um, Mine and Kai's also has a I theme. I don't know about. Oh yeah, yours and Kai's does have a theme. Our yep. theme is Sonic. We both love yep. Sonic. Different capacities and, too, which is interesting. That's why I wanted to do Sonic with you because we both have a we yeah. both fell in love with Sonic at different points in it's Sonic's life. Yeah, that's that's what's interesting is because when you proposed it, I was like, you know, what game should me and you play? And you was like, well, you've never played a three D Sonic game, um, and I was like, no. And you, you was like, I've never played a two D Sonic game. So I mean, little, I, I little played bits and pieces. Yeah, same. Yeah, but um, okay, let's jump into the first game um we'll do let, let's do the one that that you played first because okay. i feel like we can we can talk the most about the one that i played yeah <laughs> yeah um well yeah so the the game that ben recommended me to play was sonic the hedgehog 2 my exposure my experience with sonic uh, I love Sonic. I think Sonic's great. I think is Sonic has had a rocky life, <laughs> more more or less. Um, but actually, yeah. when I first got introduced to Sonic, I uh, I actually got a lot of my game consoles pre-owned. So I usually got things well after, like when the GameCube came out. It's like when I was first getting my Nintendo sixty four, and like by the time the Wii was out, I was getting like I was always kind of like a, a generation behind. Um, but one of my first handhelds I got was the Sega Game Gear, and the games I had for oh god, wow, that, yeah, the games I had for that was Earthworm Jim, Sonic Spinball, and Sonic the Hedgehog, and that was my first introduction to Sonic. I played so, and even going into like Sonic uh, the Hedgehog two, like this wave of nostalgia with like hearing the music and playing the games like rushed over me, and I was like, I remember this. This is great because I played a lot of that because that was my only gaming thing I had at the moment, and I think that's kind of what made me fall in love with handheld gaming because I had a Nintendo 64 at that point too, but there's just something fun about sitting in bed and playing Sonic the Hedgehog. That was just like awesome. But that's where my Sonic playing started, stopped. I didn't play Sonic again until 3D Sonic with Sonic Adventure, which I played on like PS2 GameCube, but originally came, came out on the, um, gosh, Sega help. 
Oh, the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. I don't know why. I just keep forgetting that Dreamcast exists. I forget that's a console, <laughs> like most people do. Um, yeah, but that was my my next interaction with Sonic wasn't until 3D, so I missed all the 2D ones. You know, this one and then Sonic Three and Knuckles, which people rave about too. So I didn't experience any of those. Okay. Yeah, it's um, Sonic the Hedgehog Two was like my game. Oh, really? Back when I had um. Well, yeah, what we called uh we call a Mega Drive. Y'all yes. y'all call it Genesis. Right, right. Um and so it was probably one of the games I spent most of the time playing. Mm. Um and so to go back to it cuz I I played mostly I played my game, but I did play a little bit of Sonic Adventure uh, Sonic 2. Yeah. And um yeah, like you said it was just nostalgia. Oh, absolutely! You boot it up, and it's like, dude, the Sonic, like the eight-bit Sonic music, never gets old for me. Like, I love. I need to go play Mania because I heard Mania is really good, but I need to like the Sonic music is fantastic. Mania is really good. I need to play it. I need to play it. I I wasn't. I completely forgot until we done, um, my interstitial when I was playing it on my Switch. I went to the re-download bit of the Nintendo eShop, and I was like. Oh yeah, shit! I had Sonic Mania on Switch and I just never <laughs> finished it. Um, but yeah, it's great. It is great. It's like that nostalgia vibe, mm-hmm. but with like modern controls and stuff. Interesting. Um, so yeah, it's all right. So let's normally we'd talk about the story, but I mean the story of Egg- Sonic the Hedgehog Eggman's at it again. Really... Stop Eggman's Eggman. at it again. Um, I never really understood what Eggman's trying to do. He's trying to turn animals into robots, obviously. Yes, yes. Now, yeah, that's only just clicked to my head. Not, I knew not that that's much killed... of a plot anyways. <laughs> you destroy the little enemies in the thing and they always turn into like rabbits or birds yeah, yeah. or something. And then um, the whole kind of stick with sonic is that each zone has two stages and at the right. end of the second stage there's a fight with eggman some capacity um, it's always a different form yep yeah and uh normally after you beat him there's like this weird upside down container with a very convenient button on the top that sonic jumps onto sonic shaped button and releases yeah releases all of these creatures yeah um so, I mean, in terms of story, there isn't much. So mm. should we just jump into the gameplay? Because, like... Yeah, I mean, that's... That's the big thing, That's really. the biggest thing with Sonic. And honestly, I, I didn't really remember this from playing it before. But, I mean, we all know Sonic. Especially people now more than ever. When I typed in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 to kind of bring up the wiki and a little bit about got this the movie? game... I got the movie. And I had to look for the yeah. wiki. So I was like, people know who Sonic is. Sonic is becoming more and more in social media and in, in pop culture. So people know who Sonic is. Um, but man, going fast is not uh, not good in this game. <laughs> no. Going no, fast is a real, ironic. Yeah, it's a real detriment to actually surviving and passing these levels. Because if you're not careful about your jumps and attacking enemies, you're just going to hit people or fall off ledges and run out of coins and die. <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of the the whole thing is that like Sonic the Hedgehog is a platform game right. at heart. That's kind of where it comes from. Um yeah. and so I've got the wiki here for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and it says it was a 1992 platform game mm. developed and published by Sega. 
It follows Sonic as he attempts to stop Dr. Robotnik from stealing the Chaos Emeralds to power his space station, the Death Egg. Well, there's your there's your story. <laughs> there's your story. And it talks about how like Sonic has that classic side-scrolling platform mm-hmm. uh, gameplay to it. I yeah. didn't know this because I never did this, mm-hmm. but Sonic 2 uh, was the introduction of Miles Tau Prower. Oh, this and is the introduction of Miles. Yeah. Yeah, this was the first introduction, mm-hmm. and apparently Tails can be um, controlled same, same by a second player. Yep. Um, Who also never also... dies, too. If, you're, if you play as Tails, you have essentially unlimited lives, because if you die or anything, you just come right back. Yeah, you never, ever die. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 features faster gameplay and larger levels in comparison to the first game, mm-hmm. in addition to a new multiplayer mode and special stages. Did you play any of the special stages? I don't think so. I think I just the did... The special stages... gone. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I just did the normal levels in the Sonic game. You have to unlock them. They mm. are like... Um, you get X amount of rings, and basically it takes you into this, like, weird 3D world. I do. I, I have seen this before, yeah. And you have to, like, collect the rings, and, like, you have to... Yep, yep. There's red balls, and you have to hit them to turn them blue. And, then you and the like, idea is that... Yeah. Yeah, if you hit a blue ball, you uh you basically get kicked out of the stage. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean like you said, like going fast does not work in this game at all. No. Um, I I did not remember that or put put that into consideration because I was just like, "Up, oh, I'm just going to hold the right stick and let's go." Immediately like run into an enemy and lose all my coins like, "Well, that's not that's not something that I could do." <laughs> well, this is the thing is like, you know, even the I mean, everybody knows like Green, Green Hill Zone. Yeah. That's like the iconic Sonic stage. That's mm-hmm. the first level of this game, I do believe. I think so. You start in a zone that is green and has hills, if that makes you feel any better. There you go. Um, and, you know, the whole marketing of Sonic back in the 90s was gotcha like, fast. you know, gotta go fast. There was This was pre-Chili Dog Sonic. There was no... <laughs> There was no chili dogs or anything. He was just the fastest hedgehog. Was this pre Chili Dog Sonic? Did this Chili Dog Sonic cartoon come afterward? I mean, I guess that makes I guess that makes sense. I love those cartoons. I watched so much of that 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 cartoon. I'm pretty sure that like the Chili Dogs came after. Uh, Hold on, let me see. Sonic the Hedge. Yeah, because we never saw Chili Dogs. We never saw Chili Dogs in game. I think Sonic Boom makes references to it. Oh, yeah. We should play that for the podcast. (laughs) Oh, God. Can you imagine? Um, Chili Dog was apparently uh, Sonic Advance 3. It was in the Brotherhood, Dark Brotherhood. So that's like Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 version. Did you know that... Oh, wait. What it is? That there was a... This has nothing to do with the two games we just played, but there was a Sonic game developed by Bioware. For the Nintendo DS, Wait, what? a Sonic RPG for the Nintendo DS developed by Bioware. <laughs> no. Yeah, hold on. I want to see what it's called. Uh, Sonic. Oh my god. RPG. Oh god, what's it called? Oh, it's so called, it's yeah, called like Sonic said, Chronicles. Oh. Sorry, it's called Sonic Chronicles, but it was developed by Bioware, and it's an RPG for the Nintendo DS. <laughs> I kind of want to play that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, it's you know there's lots of 
running very fast on a side scrolling yeah. screen and um an enemy popping up mm. or uh, another one again the game likes to do is like spikes oh, you'll spikes. jump and you'll land on spikes or um the fucking chemical plant level oh no if you run too <laughs> fast if you run too fast at, at the end there's like um these panels that rotate yep down so they disappear and then rotate back and if you run too fast you go under the water and then you have to work your way back and backtrack and mm. come back to where you were As much as I like thought that it was ironic that Sonic couldn't go fast without dying or getting hurt in this game, it feels good to play. Like jumping back into it like years later, like it feels good. I think that like the level building is and design is really done well. And I really love like usually in games, if you're falling off a ledge or like Mario, if you're falling down something, you're usually dying and restarting. But with Sonic, if you're going down somewhere, for the most part, in the water or anything like that, there's more world down there. And even though in the water you are going to die if you don't get air, there's pockets of air which you can continue to breathe and you can make your way back up to the surface and continue the level. So I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I, I have here. I don't know if you can see. Oh, good old Jan. That music man is so stressful. <laughs> I have. So I, when I got this tattoo, for anyone listening, I have um, a tattoo of the animation of Sonic when he's drowning, the little ale bubbles coming out of his mouth, and um, a little, went to... little morbid, but that's okay. Well, so the reason <laughs> I got it is because. I went to the guy who does all my tattoos. Right. He is a, like a friend of mine. I used to work with him. And then he went into the tattoo in the business. And he had this like Sonic with the Chaos Emeralds. Oh, nice. And I said to him, I was like, man, that's a fucking nice tattoo. But I want something that's going to trigger PTSD in people. <laughs> and something that is also one of my biggest memories of playing the Sonic game. Because when I think the of Sonic, music. the first... The, one of the first things that comes up is the drowning music mm -hmm. um and it's either it's the drowning music and then the like sega yep, when it fucking starts mm -hmm. and the intro music on the title screen they're yeah. like the three dun, 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 main dun, memories dun, 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 i have um and so yeah that's why i got it and the amount of people that look at it and they're like oh my god is that sonic toe and then i'm like oh yeah show them and they're like oh that fucking music <laughs> like it always gets the same response from people it's a good conversation starter yeah yeah but what did you think of um what did you think of the gameplay as a whole because i mean obviously there's like like we said there's kind of this whole thing of like you know gotta go fast but mm. then going fast is is kind of detrimental sometimes so how did you how did you feel about it? Yeah, I think after I got a, honestly out of the mentality that I needed to go fast, then it and when I looked at this more as a like a puzzle platformer rather than like a 2D racing game almost, then I think that definitely helped with my perspective on it. I was taking jumps more carefully. I was stopping at places, making sure I, you know, wasn't just jamming into enemies, moving spikes and everything. I think that you know, the springs are another interesting mechanic too, because once you hit one of those springs, you're kind of launched in that forward momentum, wherever, whatever direction is going in. And sometimes 
the developers were just like assholes. I'm like, hey, let's put spikes on the other end of these springs. So if they go on that spring, they're just going to launch into spikes. So it was a lot of dying and figuring out, uh, okay, if I go on the spring, I have to make sure I jump over the springs once I get over there. Um, I think finding the secret routes too is really exciting because sometimes during the level, there'll be like little routes and stuff in holes in the wall, uh, which mm-hmm. as much as it's like not obviously a 3d game there's not a lot of exploration per se in, in 2d platformer i think that sonic with how sonic the hedgehog 2 with how big it is and different paths leading to different areas i think that it is almost like an adventure game in a sense i'm finding different paths i'm finding different routes if i am falling into the water i need to find a way to escape without drowning because i'm tired of hearing that music because it makes me anxious um but <laughs> like i said i think that the gameplay actually holds up considerably well for a game that's pretty that's really dated and like i said once i got out of the idea of uh it being fast and having to go fast and thinking more of it as a precise platformer then it was like okay i got this yeah i mean like you said it's um this year would be his 30th anniversary yeah sonic is fucking old yeah um november this year will be 30 years of sonic convention uh, sonic 2 that's why it's also crazy because both of us are not far from that either which is also a terrifying thought <laughs> yeah so i mean i'm interested to see because there was a couple of things that like when i think of the gameplay that stick out um like you said i i did the same thing i started off running really fast and then i realized like hey this this probably isn't the best approach to everything um you know and so i started to slow down a little bit and there were moments where i went fast especially in terms of like doing the loops you know it was always good to have speed on the loops and things like that I'm curious. So obviously you said you didn't find much issue being underwater and, Mm -hmm. you know, once it was just working out air bubbles and stuff, what did you think of the casino level? Did you make it to the casino level? Yeah, I actually, for some reason in my memory, I know, I think a lot of people like complain about the casino level, excuse me, but like that was one of the levels and the music that have like very vivid, nostalgic memories for so when i got to this uh casino level again i was like oh yeah like i love this this is great and granted it's a little frustrating because you bounce off of everything in that level every surface is bounceable so trying to like because there is a platformer so you're trying to get from point a to point b getting that makes things a little more difficult with all of the objects that you could bounce off of uh i think that the second level of the casino when you're fighting eggman is a little difficult because of that as well but i didn't have any real issues with it besides just not stopping my forward momentum because of all the bouncing and getting on things but i have a lot of nostalgia yeah. for the casino level and the music especially because it slaps <laughs> yeah i mean the casino level is the i'm glad i'm not the only one because it's the one that everyone kind of complains about but yeah. i did enjoy um i think you hit the nail on the head when you said you know it's mildly frustrating yeah. because you'll be trapped in this space and you'll have like bumpers in the middle and then yellow triangles around the edges and you just cannot fucking escape out of that place. And you're just watching Sonic bounce around. Um, And at at some point it gets to the point where you just kind of have to hope that you bounce at a certain angle in the right direction. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one who yeah. who uh, likes the, ca- the casino level because that's the one, the casino level and the chemical plant are the mm. two that always like stand out in my mind. Um, the chemical plant just because of those fucking platforms, like I was saying. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck the chemical plant! No, I don't want it. <laughs> there's do also it those. There's also those like platforms that move 
like they'll move along the top of the surface and you have oh, to jump yeah. on them um and that's always where i fell down as well the levels that i got stuck on a lot i don't know what the name of them are because i can't think of it but it's like the jungle one with the very like green tree background where you're like grabbing vines to open up different like areas of the world um yeah that one was frustrating because a lot of the times when you are grabbing the vines and you're lifting up different areas they don't stay up the whole time like they'll come back down and there's lots of times where i like couldn't jump off the vine in time and then went to go through the new area that unlocked and got crushed by the wall that was there before and that happened so many times i mean i guess that's where you would have player two as tails kind of hold on to that that. and then you go forward yeah like before i want to get into talking about the eggman boss fights yeah because they're always interesting but what did you think of tails because tails is like a very not just in this game, but I feel like in the entire franchise, Tails is very divisive. Like, Dan, on the other podcast, he absolutely hates Tails. He just thinks he's a whiny bitch. And, <laughs> you know, he can be, but I mean, I mean, I'm curious what you think. I think in, you know, t- Tails in general and throughout the franchise, I don't have any problems with Tails. I think Tails is fine. Like, he's an okay character. Um, in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 absolutely useless like i i actually forgot that he was there 90 percent of the time because i feel like tails did not contribute at all to helping me get through these worlds i'd be drowning underwater and tails just sitting there like i don't know what you want me to do man yeah i'm underwater here too i there's can't like, help you there's lots of times where like tails will like for instance on that jungle level and yeah. i'm looking at it here it's on the wiki it's called aquatic ruin zone oh, there you go and you you kind of have to like you can have tails jump onto the to the ropes, but you have to because when you jump, tails jumps, and so you have to kind of line it up in a way where when you jump, tails copies you and lands on the rope. That's and way too complicated it, for me to figure. <laughs> it <laughs> for is me to figure out. Very, it's very very finicky to do. Yeah, and you know there are times where just like tails just dies tails dies so many times in my in when, when i'm playing these levels and then he just reappears like 30 seconds later flying up from the bottom of the screen i don't know if you watch the youtube channel dorkly at all but uh they had done skits of sonic the hedgehog for a long time and the one is about uh, tails not being able to die and it's it's hilarious like if you have to go watch it if you played sonic and the whole idea of tails not being able to die is like a, a curse on him at the end of the video and he's trying to die but he can't die it's hilarious <laughs> the only dorkly video i remember is they have um they have like skits on like pokemon evolutions that oh yeah are yep. just weird mm-hmm. um and it's always the alakazam one that i remember the spoons <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um I mean, so I feel like, you know, we we talked a bit about the music. Yeah. Um, so this was this is the other one that because you didn't play this because two years after they released <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles. Um, That's the one I hear about a lot of people talking about that Sonic, Sonic Three and Knuckles is kind of like the peak of this two D Sonic because that was kind of right before that shift into everything going three D with like Mario sixty four and everything like that yeah and so that's kind of the one that people talk about but mm. um i i want to talk about eggman i feel like eggman is like the last thing for us to talk about in the game because we we've already said that the music slaps you know like all the, of it's great the whole the, tracks are all of the, awesome yeah like all of the tracks in this game are great and 
I, it's weird to say that they fit the environment, but they kind of do in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you the fact that the music changes with each zone and you're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this is the music for the aquatic zone. This is right. the music for Green Hill. Yeah, and absolutely. That's just kind of good. Um, but yeah, let's talk Eggman because Eggman is like the last fin for us to discuss, I feel like. Yeah. Eggman's an interesting character. I, Especially in this game, I don't really know his point. He's He has big Bowser vibes in which he is kind of this like continuous menacing presence that never actually accomplishes anything and never actually like, I mean, that's the point of the game. You're stopping the bad guy. The bad guy is this person. Um, but it always seemed like he has this big grand plan and it never and never falls through well especially in this game like i didn't even realize that he was trying to collect the chaos emeralds to power his space shuttle and everything i know the chaos emeralds are a big part in sonic 3 because i think that's why knuckles attacks you because eggman convinces him that you're trying to steal the emeralds and everything and then he comes after you um but no i think again in this he's pretty passive aside from when you get there in each of the levels after each second stage and you battle him i do think that's really cool i think that getting the the zone or whatever world you're in and the aesthetic of that and then having the boss fight kind of formed into that world like with the casino one specifically like taking the bumpers Mm -hmm. and the bouncers into account in that eggman boss fight is really cool so i like how they they interact and how they put all the mechanics of the level into the boss fight at the end and how the boss fight changes every single world you do to a different eggman robot don't you have to use the the bumpers you have to press a or something don't you to make the bumpers flick to launch sonic into eggman i yeah i think so because there's times i think with that one too he has like things rotating around him there's another one where things rotating around him but you have to either jump like below him or above him and jump Mm. on the bumper to like if you're below him hitting the bumper and having it launch on the bottom of him to hit him yeah the last one i played that i actually kind of struggled with was the um uh it's i can't remember it's like there's two islands and he's in a submarine and you have to like jump down onto the submarine and he'll shoot like this sharp arm up to come and get you i do remember and then there's other times you have to avoid this laser that's being shot and um yeah, that one was a bit of a pain in the ass. Mainly yeah. because what would happen is I would jump down into the water onto the submarine mm-hmm. and fully admit I would get too greedy because <laughs> I would bounce on the top of him. Yeah, try and to do I'd it always end times. up hitting the water. Yeah, yeah I'd always end up hitting the water and fouling. That was my frustration um, with that one is that I fell in the water a lot during that boss fight. Yeah, yeah. The the other one that really really annoyed me and is probably the least favorite of the ones I did is the chemical plant because in the chemical plant Mm. there's like two platforms with a gap of water in the middle and he's flying above you shooting down this like blue goo yeah and you have to avoid the blue goo but hit him and i would do things like i'd hit the edge of the ship and lose my rings or i'd fall (laughs) in the water and that's the that's the other thing like the the whole the hit hitbox for eggman is very specific where if you're like if you're not hitting exactly below or above him and anywhere else then you're taking damage and losing all of your rings as well yeah you you can't hit the side you have to be on top or bottom and then that's Mm. when you're gonna get it 
The one I struggled with, which is funny because it's not that hard of a one, but I have the same thing. I get greedy with a lot of these. It's the one where it has the two um, totem poles and they're shooting arrows back and forth. And when the arrows stick in, you use oh. them as platforms to jump up. I kept like, it would go to the very top one and I would not be able to jump like soon enough and the, the little arrow would disappear. Or I would get up there and get too greedy and try to do multiple jumps and then get hit with them and lose all of my rings and then get hit with another arrow. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I yeah. hate this. I I'm glad you talked about that because I wanted to discuss that, but I forgot because when I played it, I was like, this is actually fucking genius. Like this is like 90, I'm just dumb. 92. (laughs) But it's just, it's just the idea of having that. Like all of these other games, all of these other levels up to that point are like, Oh, don't fall in the water. You know, don't hit the side. But that one, like you said, is two totem poles and one of them will shoot an arrow across you avoid it and it sticks into the other totem pole and then mm. that acts as something for you to jump on in order for you to get high enough to gain access to hitting that Eggman. Because right. he's always like just a couple of pixels too high. Yeah. You, you can't just jump off the ground. You need those arrows. I, I would say that that one's probably the most like boss fight of the boss fights. Like the other ones are very like straightforward, they feel, because you're just like, oh, hit Eggman. But in this one, there's steps mm-hmm. to get to that point. Like first you have to once the arrows are shot, you have to dodge those arrows and then you have to jump on the arrows. And sometimes they shoot at your feet and the, the arrow is way too low for you to even get any momentum to get up to Eggman. So you have to wait till one gets high enough that you can jump on the arrow and then jump to hit Eggman. And again, similar to the hitboxes, if you don't hit Eggman at the right spot, then you'll get hit yourself and you'll lose rings and you have to do that process all over again. Yeah, it's... Oh man, it's definitely the one that I would say is probably my favorite of the of, of the ones that i played because yeah. the first couple even even the chemical zone like once you get it down mm. is very much like okay i hit you like five six times i bounce 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 mm. and you can even use tails to attack him as well um but this one was kind of the one that i felt most like oh, okay yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna work for it and i actually have to uh yeah. put some thought into what i'm doing and yeah it's an it's an interesting connection and probably not one that a lot of people would think of but like some of these levels reminded me i don't know if you've played shovel knight but a lot of the bosses in shovel knight are really good and take a lot of like interactivity between yourself and whether it's like weapons that the enemy's shooting at you or you know a, a environment that you're trying to jump on and then use that to attack the boss but i got a lot of like mm. flashes of that playing shovel knight when i was playing some of these sonic bosses so I've never actually played Shovel Knight. I've oh, seen well, guys. Looks like we're, we know what we're doing for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like there's not much more we can say about Sonic the Hedgehog two. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll just like wrap up and say like, how did you feel? <laughs> how did you feel playing this? You know, because this yeah. was your first. Uh, this was your first real experience with a two D Sonic, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, one of the first thing I realized is I didn't play far into like the original sonic at all like i played a little bit but i was also a small child so it was frustrating and i didn't get very far in it um but no i think that playing this game brought back a lot of like memories and nostalgia and love for the franchise um this is the 2d sonic is where like i got introduced to sonic obviously fell in love with sonic with the 3d ones but i still think that the you know fundamentals and the structure of sonic is still there in some parts, you know, there's now voice acting and other things that we will get to. But the idea of Sonic is still in those things. And I can see that from the playing the original. I think that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 definitely still holds up playing it 
you know, all the games are now on Switch with the uh, with the new um, the Switch Online and everything. So you have access to all of those games. It still pretty, plays really well. It still feels really well. I think that if you get out of the idea of like Sonic needing to go fast, even though that's literally the only thing anybody really knows about Sonic and think of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> 2 as like a precision platformer, then you'll have a lot more fun with it. It'll be more frustrating because of that, but I think that overall you'll enjoy your experience. But I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was a lot shorter than I remember. Like I beat it in like a couple hours. It's very short. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I feel like the same as you. You know, I the one thing I forgot about Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and those older kind of platform games is just how hard they are and just how... Absolutely unforgiving they can be mm-hmm. you know back then it was kind of like i mean for instance there's no save points we're playing on emulators so we can save and come back to it but well, that, yeah that's that's the you... glory of the like the switch one is just like safe stating or the, even the rewind feature is like oh i died let's rewind and do that over again oh that didn't yeah, work let's rewind and try it a different way <laughs> as a child playing this yeah you get checkpoints throughout the levels but if you die and it's game over mm-hmm you're you're starting again like that is it you are back to green hill zone um yeah exactly like so that was kind of i don't know what the like a a nostalgia shock i don't know what the term is but Mm. like going back to it and being like oh holy shit this i mean i had the same thing when i played crash bandicoot right when i played the insane trilogy and you go back and you're like oh wow these are really unforgiving games mm-hmm. like holy shit and people actually complained about it people were like you know oh, yeah. it's too hard right but and i think that's why i mean this game too sonic the hedgehog 2 is a little more accessible because you know modern day modern age gaming that idea doesn't really exist anymore you know there's always checkpoints mm-hmm. in games there's always a way of saving or whatever um, and now having it on the switch and having the safe state and being able to rewind, I think definitely helps. And if anybody's like curious of wanting to try it and they're like, Oh, I don't want to play cause it's an old game. Those features definitely help with the game. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, but I feel like I, I've done my part for this episode. Why don't you <laughs> tell the lovely listener what, what you recommended to me? So Ben, you're very familiar with sonic 2d games and you're like that's what i love that's what i play and i had some a little bit of familiarity with that but where i like fell in love with sonic was the 3d sonics sonic adventure sonic adventure battle 2 sonic heroes sonic all those like 3d sonic games is kind of where i fell in love with it and i was like what better sequel to do if i'm doing sonic the hedgehog 2 then you should do sonic adventure 2 battle that i think released on the gamecube 2000 like one 2002 uh let's have a look see one sec that was all just yeah 2001 2001 yep there you go yeah um it was the final sonic the hedgehog game for the dreamcast yep i played it on gamecube i think either gamecube or ps2 one of those i mean they were in the same era mm. but i played it on, on one of those platforms and man i it must have just been like the the like 90s angst that the game gave out when i was a kid that just hooked me or just <laughs> the the soundtrack Running around at oh the my speed of gosh sound. oh my god i'm blanking <laughs> on the band name right now but I, lo- I love it i love that song city escape is fantastic yeah crush so, 40 crush 40 is the band that does the sonic soundtrack and like we need you go. we need a, we need crush 40 to come back and do some more sonic games 
why don't you okay why don't you crack on with actually i mean i should crack on because it was my game in terms of my experience yes so were your like initial thoughts or like this does have a story to it sonic adventure 2 battle does does have a story (laughs) yeah so i i mean i knew of 3d sonic games like um i don't watch them as much now but i've said multiple times like i always watched game grumps like years back and they've played like I mean everything. Sonic and the Black Knight. They've played uh, Sonic Boom, like all kinds I, of stuff. I really want to play Sonic and the Black Knight for the podcast because <laughs> oh, doing doing Wii controls like that, I think, would be hilarious. And I watch, I've watched their playthrough, and watching Aaron get frustrated fighting the dragon is just absolutely <laughs> hilarious. If we're gonna do anything, we should do um, oh the unavoidable chin move, Un- unavoidable Fucking chin hell. move. No, if we, if we do if anything, gonna- it has to be Sonic Boom. I feel. Really? I was going to say Sonic Unleashed. I was like, if we're going to do any Wii game, it should be Sonic Unleashed. That's but true. Werewolf Sonic is also fun. I've I've never actually played a 3D Sonic game. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was playing this, I had one memory that unlocked in my head of playing this on my uncle's Dreamcast. I remembered oh, the City Escape level. That was the only part that I remembered playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was only because of the fucking truck that chases you right at the end of the level. Right. Um, and that's what I remembered. But yeah, going into this, I had no physical experience of genuinely sitting down and playing a Sonic 3D game. Right, right. That's wild. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's crazy that you played it before too. And I mean, City Escape is the one I feel like a lot of people remember and the big truck following you, but... Man, Crush 40 song in the background. You just feel all of like the 90s angst running, running through that level. Oh, so much at 90s angst. Yeah. So what's your what's your memory of Sonic Adventure 2? Yeah, uh, so I was probably... Did you play Battle or did you play... I played Battle. Sonic Adventure 2. I played right. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, which was the port on the GameCube that they came out with of the, the Dreamcast version. Um, but I was probably like six or seven when i first played this um and i think one of the things that i really enjoyed was the multiplayer aspect like me and my friends played a lot of this together because you can run through levels and run through the game simultaneously side by side i also think that with the story and we'll get into it as well there's two sides there's a light story and a dark story i th- um correct me if i'm wrong but i think it was the first game to introduce shadow and i mean shadow is literally the epitome of ink so i was like well i can't Everyone was like simping over Shadow. And I was like, Shadow's cool. I want to. I want to be Shadow. Yeah, Shadow is the first. Uh, this is the first introduction of Shadow. It's mm-hmm. also, um, as far as I know, I may be wrong, but I know for a fact it's the first introduction of Rouge the Bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who will forever live in my mind now? Because holy shit, they're like, you know what? We should make a Bat Girl. Give her big boobs, and then she'll be great. Give her a weird like relationship with Knuckles. Yeah, yeah, she um it, it's strange. It's strange. It's very strange. The whole game is strange, but it's just like that's for me that's what's charming about it. It's so odd. Okay, so let's let's talk gameplay. Actually, let's talk story first. That's the that's yes. the main kind of uh yes. there is a semblance of a story in this doesn't make it more it doesn't make it better. It doesn't mean it makes sense, but there is something of a story in the Sonic Adventure 2 battle. Yeah, so there are, like you said, there's two sides of the story. Yeah. It gets weird because they call them hero and dark, not yeah. light and dark. 
which is strange. It's pushing but, you to a side. I don't like this agenda they have here, this whole hero yeah. agenda. <laughs> so obviously the hero side you play as uh, Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. You don't play as Amy, I believe. No, I don't think so. Um, which is weird. Mm-hmm. And the dark side you play as uh, Shadow, Dr. Robotnik, and Rouge. Now, mm. all of the levels have similarities in them so sonic and shadows levels will always involve running around a landscape very fast Mm. getting from a to b tails and eggman both have robot mech fins that they use to travel the travel the level when you can shoot cannons from uh and then rouge and knuckles are always trying to find fragments of the chaos emerald yep um, and so I completed the dark storyline mm-hmm. and I was about halfway through the hero storyline. Um, gotcha. I, I emulated this. I very nearly bought a physical copy. Um, <laughs> it, it was being sold for like 12 pound in a secondhand shop. And it's I was not like, bad, yeah, that's, that's very tempting. I have the GameCube and I want to start collecting some GameCube games, but no, alas, I, I emulated it. And story what what is the actual story so the actual story as far as i remember yeah it so the (laughs) the hero story Mm. i don't know if this i don't know if this carries on from sonic adventure one but the hero story begins with sonic uh ripping the flap off of a helicopter (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, jumping off the helicopter onto the city and escaping the military. Well, not he. he uh, what he on... used with that blade is he's using it as almost a snowboard to skate down this. Yes, I, I guess representation of San Francisco. <laughs> it's very San Francisco. Yeah. It's very San Francisco. It's ninety percent um, downhills. I guess is what they're trying to. That's the thing they're trying to point out. Yeah, and then it it progresses into essentially knuckles is trying to gather all of these chaos emeralds right. and a master emerald that have been shattered mm-hmm. um and the whole time sonic is trying to work out what's happening because he's being chased by the military because as far as i understand he's been mistaken for shadow shadow's been doing some shit yeah he they, everyone thinks that he's shadow even though if you look at both of them they're clearly two different things but i guess if you're just like oh weird hedgehog creature is causing destruction must be the blue one uh but yeah they all <laughs> think that, that sonic is the one doing all these bad deeds and they're going to try to capture him oh okay so there's actually an entire plot section on the wiki oh no um so <laughs> So I'm just going to gloss over this. So basically, uh, the key points is that Eggman learns that his grandfather, who died, yeah. had a secret weapon, which was Shadow, um, in yeah, in a gun facility, and he revives it using a Chaos Emerald. The mm. weapon is Shadow, who proclaims himself to be the ultimate life form, and he offers to help Eggman conquer the world. Um, and tells him to meet him at a space colony with some chaos emeralds. I'm, I'm Shadow. Go on. Oh, I was, I'm pretty sure there's like a, a memory that Shadow has of like a a, a woman that he's like yes. in love so, with, or like Shadow. Shadow goes to Central City encountering Gun's forces after stealing an emerald. 
he has vowed to fulfill a promise to a girl, Maria, which he interprets as one of revenge. Um, Then he meets Sonic. That's how Sonic ends up being mistaken for Shadow. Knuckles runs into Rouge and Eggman, who tries to steal the Master Emerald. Mm -hmm. He then shatters the Emerald so they can't get it. Um, And then just picks it up all all the pieces, I guess. Yeah, Rouge is secretly working for the government. There's, plot, like, there's lots of plot, lot of plot twists in here. <laughs> like, and essentially the whole idea is that Eggman is going to use this uh, colony to shoot a cannon at the world and blow the world up. Mm-hmm. Or, or cause mass damage so that he can come in and take it over. Um, yeah. And yeah. He he makes a threat to the world. Oh no! See, so he's going to use the cannon's power to destroy half the moon. That's right. So I do remember that. Sonic Sonic tells Amy and Knuckles use a Chaos Emerald to track down the other six. They infiltrate the base. Um, da, 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 da. There's a big fight. Sonic. Oh, that's it. Knuckles saves Rouge from falling in a lava pit. Like it's uh, it's complicated. It, Look, we're not going to Sonic Adventure to battle for its amazing narrative and its compelling story. That's not the reason you're going into Sonic. There probably is little reasons that you play Sonic Adventure Battle Two, if not forced to by another one of your co-hosts. But <laughs> yeah, uh, essentially, yeah. Um, essentially, again, it all boils down to Eggman has Chaos Emeralds, wants to do some bad. Sonic tries to stop him. Stop. I will say that in this, I do. And uh, I'm curious to see your point of view with this. I do like how they have kind of this like two sides of the same coin story where it's like, here's this perspective of like your normal heroes and the people that you've been following. Here's this new character called Shadow and that's their perspective and their journey through this. A lot of it is like Shadow being frustrated because he doesn't have a lot of his memories. He just has this like image of Maria in his head for some reason and him trying to figure out like what's his purpose and try to get his memories back. Eggman is the one that revived him, so he's kind of helping Eggman, thinking that Eggman will help him get closer to revealing his memories. But I think that the whole like two perspectives of this one main story is an actually pretty cool idea. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, so I I have to agree. Like, even though the plot is it, it feels very fleshed out for no reason, but it still boils down to the same thing, but I like this idea of like, you know, cause I, at first I played the hero side um, and I was running the hero side on an emulator. It got most of the way through it. And then the emulator just wouldn't work. There was this weird section where I had to uh, race towards the president's limousine in <laughs> Tails's car. Oh, I remember this level. Um, it's so janky. It's awful. It's so janky and it just kept crashing and wouldn't work. So I changed emulator and began on the dark side. And then it was when I began on the dark side that I started to get this um, like appreciation for what they've done because you would see things like, so when I played the light side or the hero side, all I saw was the, knuckles was arguing with rouge and then smashes the emerald and i was like what's happening why are these two here right but then when you play the dark side you learn that rouge has the emerald um but knuckles knuckles has the emerald but rouge thinks it belongs to her 
and there's this whole kind of argument over whose it actually is and so you get the other side of that yeah it's when that's you play kind of the dark side it. yeah when you play the dark side because i mean if you start off on the hero side which let's be honest most sonic fans are probably going to head to the hero side first absolutely so you play the hero side and it literally just begins with sonic trying to escape the military and you're like yeah what but then when you play the dark side you're like oh okay right makes sense shadow snuck into this gun facility and they think that it was actually sonic because mm. all they saw was this blur and so that's why sonic is being chased by the military and right. like the plot is 90 as fuck like you know it, it just screams i mean between attitude between era 90s the music between the voice acting which the voice acting is not great they at least got facial animations at least somewhat down in this because i remember i think i showed you an image of sonic adventure facial animations and whoo boy is bad yeah, in, <laughs> in adventure um yeah, it was pretty bad i mean it's not amazing in this but it is definitely a vast improvement compared to what they had before now um okay well yeah continue on. on continue on story because what i have to talk about is not has nothing to do with story it's just a part of the game that i was wondering if you even touched on at all no so i was, I was just gonna say like i i appreciated having this two-sidedness to the story the one thing i would say is that each of the levels has like each of the stories has like 18 levels mm -hmm. which when you put it in the grand scheme of things for me personally was too long um i felt like i felt like there was a lot of filler stuff that happened in some of those levels um especially tales and eggman been, levels the tales and eggman levels are just like like there's one Eggman level where all you're doing is going from the reactor to where Sonic is because he's trying to get onto the space colony. And it's and just like this level, level of like shooting like these little cannons and everything. You're like, what's happening right now? Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like there's a lot of filler that could have been taken out to condense it down. Yeah. And I would have been, I mean, like I said, I finished the dark story and I was mm. halfway through the light story, but that's over the space of like two months of just playing <laughs> it here and there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would have been much more invested in doing both if the if the number of levels was a lot shorter. Yeah, it does drag on a lot. Uh, I think the, the, at least the ending in this one is pretty satisfying, not in like wrapping up story, but you get to play a supersonic and that's fun anytime. So, yeah. Which is weird because in the dark side, so I saw that on the sh on the plot here. It says mm -hmm. Shadow and Sonic use the emeralds to transform into their super forms. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't get that in the dark side of the story. Mm -hmm. So yep. I'm, I'm assuming you have to go through the hero side to get that. Yeah, to experience both uh, Shadow and Sonic going Super Saiyan, you have to have finished the hero story. Yeah, which is kind of a shame because I would have liked to see that. That yeah. would be quite cool. I mean, the level the level is similar to other levels too. It's not anything different. It's just cool seeing Sonic all super powered up, and you can like fly through the air and everything, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. So before we move on to gameplay, what was it you was curious about asking? 
Well, part are you going to talk about the fucking Chow? Yes, the Chow Garden. That's what I was going to say. Oh you experience the God. Chow Garden. Arguably the best part of this game. Uh, Look, people uh, people love the Chow Garden. I can't tell you how much time I spent like breeding my Chow to be like it's it's almost like Pokemon, right? You're getting little collectibles yeah. that you pick up throughout the game, and you're feeding them to these little Chows. And you can do like its flying ability, its swimming, and you're trying to breed like this perfect Chow and then compete it in these competitions. Very pageant mm-hmm. vibes, which is problematic. But uh, I spent so much time in the Chow Garden trying to grind up these Chows, and I have a weird nostalgia and love for it. <laughs> So, okay, let me let me let me walk you through my experience of the Chow Garden, right? I had no clue what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> um, it, it's not obvious of how to even do any of it. It was just me spending copious no. hours playing the game that I finally figured things out, and I was a kid, so I had like all the time in the world. So when you are playing the level, every enemy you destroy will drop like crystals yeah. or some will drop animals that you collect. But it's not until you find the Chow box and destroy the Chow box that you get the key to the Chow garden. Yep. And when you go to the Chow garden, you start off in this like hub and you go straight ahead and you enter Chow garden. And in Chow garden, there are initially eggs that you can pick up and rock and essentially <laughs> make hatch. And then the idea is that you feed these crystals and animals to the chow the, uh, the like animal pro- the animal part things. is problematic too it's like feeding these live chickens and live birds to these little creatures yeah. that are swallowing like, animals whole you're like oh i want this chow to be strong so you feed it a gorilla and then it gets gorilla <laughs> arms yep, yep um and then you can make them participate in chow karate you can make them chow participate races. in chow swimming yeah. races I didn't find out until the end of my time playing that if you head backwards in that hub, there's like a Chow Kindergarten, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, you can name there's, your cow. There's a Chow. There's a Chow Black Market where you can buy <laughs> black market Chow eggs <laughs> for your Chow Garden. Look, maybe it's my, um, love, my maybe it's my love for Pokemon that did it, but I spent so much time. I haven't jumped back into it in a long time, but I spent so much time in the Chow Garden play in Sonic Adventure Two Battle. It, do you, do you know what the I can understand the appeal of it, right? My issue is that something like that should just kind of be in every level. Like if you want to introduce the Chow Garden, I shouldn't have to find this Chow box and get the key to get to the Chow Garden because you get, if I remember right, you yeah you you have to get the key to get the Chow Garden. I I, th- I think so, yeah what will happen is you'll go into the garden and what I was doing is I was throwing these animals and crystals into the garden because they automatically just come out when you enter the garden. Mm -hmm. But if your chows haven't hatched, you have nothing to give them to. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, okay, fine. I'll leave them here. And then when I come back next level, it will still, no, your crystals disappear and your animals disappear and it's like if you haven't got any chows hatched, they're then gone. Oh, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. So there can be times where you don't know where the chow box is, so you won't end. You won't go back to the chow garden for, say, four levels, three or four levels. Um, and then you go back and you're like, I've got all of these animals to get. Oh yeah, cool. 
they haven't hatched. And <laughs> you so, gotta love them. You gotta rock them. You gotta put them in the water so they're nice and happy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things. I can I can see why people like it. And I mean, I I do know, like just from seeing things online, how much people love the Chow Garden. It's it's big Tamadachi life vibes of like taking care of your pet and, and doing stuff like that. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, the Chows have, um, I was just reading here. They have, um, five attributes. You've got swim, fly, run, power, and stamina. Mm-hmm. But then they also have apparently a moral continuum from hero to dark. Um, I didn't know you can breathe They're little nine... uh, little evil chows because I've seen them before, but I don't know if that's specifically with the dark story. No, so it says their alignment gradually changes based on their affection for the characters. For example, hmm. a chow that likes Tao will gradually become more heroic. Playing with chows increases affection, and when a chow fully becomes hero or dark, it assumes that form permanently. Mm-hmm. And then this is the weird bit. Although chow eventually die... If they receive enough affection during their lives, they reincarnate. There it is. Sonic the Hedgehog introduces reincarnation into its lore. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I... I mean, I, I just personally, I never was interested in the Chow Garden. Um, it's it's totally understandable. Thinking about it now, I think it was a nostalgia thing. and I, I understand why a lot of people like it, but trying to breed like a perfect chow is impossible. If you know who the completionist is, uh, Gerard, he plays through Sonic Adventure 2 Battle and has to grind and get this perfect chow, and he says it's a miserable process. So go check out his video. It's hilarious. But uh, That's what I mean. Like The thing is, I can... I, I think because playing it now yeah. in 2022, that's different. But like you got to think, so like, this came out 2001. Right, like you said, it's peak Tamagotchi Pokemon. Like Absolutely. all of the stuff was about like having eggs, breeding. I mean, this is essentially like Ivy and Eevee training. Oh, absolutely! In fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> That's why I loved it so much. I was here for it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I personally was never big on uh, on the Chow Garden, but yeah. I can understand why people who played it growing up definitely would have been invested in it. Absolutely. Well, Ben, the Chow Garden isn't the only gameplay in this. Actually doing the game, how did you feel? How did you go about it? Because some of the levels are this game controls like shit janky as hell. the entire <laughs> like, game it's... controls like shit but the specifically some levels are just so buggy or you're just like falling off of like the road randomly and you're just like okay that's cool that's fine yeah so so let's break it down let's break it down okay yep. you've got three types of gameplay yep um you've got sonic slash shadow mm-hmm. which i'll start with just running um essentially just running um he does have what is arguably probably one of the most famous fins in Sonic, which is the home in attack. Yep. Um, now, apparently you can aim the home in attack. Oh, I just which... tap A and it just like goes. I didn't know you can actually aim the homing attack. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one section on one of the levels where 
there's like a massive gap and to get across the gap you have to home and attack these different enemies in mm. a process and you can just spam a but you can also because one of them appears as like a gold flying robot mm-hmm. and you can aim and hit the gold flying robot and then go back on mm. but I mean, most of it's just pressing A and then pressing A again and hoping that you hit the <laughs> hit the it's enemy. It's always just pressing A. One, the one time that I had big, big issues with it and it really pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. Like, I actually oh, no, ended up it, Rage Queen. I was like, I'm fucking it, coming back to this game. Can I try to guess what it is? Oh, wait, are you just talking about the yeah. Sonic and Shadow levels or gameplay in general? Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is specifically the the, the Sonic levels that okay. I was having trouble with. I was going to talk about the Knuckles levels, but that's 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 a whole nother can of worms. We're not there yet. But yeah, tell me oh, what was okay, frustrating yeah. for you. Um. So it's actually the second fucking level. The second level after the City Escape, you have to fight um a gun mech that oh, comes yes. down uh-huh. and you specifically have to hit the it's, cockpit yep the cockpit on it okay anywhere else and can't hit anywhere else you lose your rings and it's so fucking hard to hit the <laughs> cockpit and it's like you have to hit it while it's on the ground you can't hit it while it's and on, yes yeah it's just so fucking difficult and there was so many times where i hit the bottom of the cockpit and it didn't count and like we was talking about the sonic the hedgehog 2 game having very specific hitboxes and this was the same like if you did not hit the exact hitbox for the mech and the cockpit you took damage well see they're just being true to the source material they're like look sonic the hedgehog yeah. 2 it'd be very specific with the hitboxes we'll just do the same thing in this game too it definitely wasn't like a technological yeah. issue at all it was just it was intentional not at all yeah yeah that's that's it they're like oh we'll stay true to it um but yeah i mean other than other than that the the other thing that was kind of weird was the um the mechanic of rolling to destroy boxes yeah instead of it being like a punch or like a hit or like even even just using your homing attack like that would make more sense you have to like curl up into a ball yeah. and then you roll into boxes and that's how you break interactables so you, and you can't roll into them that's the weird you're thing. standing and then you roll and then it breaks them as you're like going into yeah. your roll it's like the the, the motion of going yeah. into your roll is what breaks the boxes yeah you would think that being a sonic the hedgehog that as quoted in the song runs around at the speed of sound (laughs) that by rolling into a fucking cardboard like running into a wooden box you would break it but no 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 the motion is that's what um there that's the one thing i mean that and the home and attack the rest of it how did you was actually surprisingly Go on. I was just, how do you feel about like the rail sections? Because in Sonic and Shadows level, there are some rail sections that are going on, and they they can be fine at times, but there is definitely times where they're a little clunky too. So the actual this is what I was going to talk about. The actual being on the rail is fine. Getting onto the rail sections, in the first place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there are sections where there are multiple rails, and you have to jump from one to the other, and that's yeah. fine. You just hold and you press A. That's fine. Yeah. Getting on to the rail is like holy. This isn't like some Tony Hawk pro skater. Like you can press the button and you just grind. It doesn't matter. You have to like, like line it up perfectly to, with your jump. And if you, you don't, you have to line and land exactly on the fucking rail. Because if you don't, you're going off. And 
there are so many times where especially in the shadow levels where mm. you would go off a rail and go high and then come down onto a rail and that was a point where i lost a lot of lives because yeah. coming down onto that rail and trying to hit that exact hitbox to come connect with the rail and start grinding um yeah that was very yeah. frustrating well i don't remember if i mean i imagine the shadows and levels are, are pretty much the same but i remember a lot of the kind of end half of like sonic's levels there is a lot of rail grinding like you're doing a lot of rail grinding, you're doing a lot of jumping between rails and that's definitely a problem because like what you're saying when you're flying up a lot of the times you'll be like looking down have to like move the character to aim on the rails and it's just so specific that if you don't land on the specific part where the game connects that like oh you're on this rail you're just gonna fall and die and lose lives yeah the it's definitely shadow is definitely like that and gotcha. i mean i didn't I get remember. to the end sonic levels but shadow is definitely like that and the the only other thing i have to talk about when it comes to the shadow and the sonic levels i didn't have an issue with the light shoes this like hold b to collect rings and cross gaps yeah that was fine that was fine but for some reason the game insists on bouncing sonic and shadow around the screen so fast <laughs> that you cannot fucking keep up with it and like there were points where the camera couldn't keep up like i was yeah. off camera and the camera had to pan to catch up with me I, and it was just disorientating yeah. i don't even know if you remember but there's a level where you're in like a big massive jungle and you're bouncing from like one tree to another and it's very sporadic and crazy uh, i had lots of times that was the one i was remembering yeah i had lots <laughs> of times where like i'd bounce off one spring and have to like supposed to bounce off the other one but i just clipped through the tree and kept going and then my character died and then i was spawned back in the, be in the beginning of the game yeah yeah i had ones where like i just completely missed the spring yep. or i i was bouncing so fast that i bounced through an asset and sort of just fell off the map and died yeah um it's just yeah did you it's just disorientating as hell sometimes. did you have a favorite level with the sonic and shadow sections do you have one that stood out particularly that you enjoyed whether it's just like aesthetically or you had less frustrating experiences with i mean so my favorite sonic level was the city escape mm. that was like my That's favorite fair. um just because you know it, it's just fun yeah. and there's not too it's much going on it's it's pretty because it's a tutorial level it's pretty chill it's pretty simplistic there's not a lot of like like um, uh gaps you can fall in there's not a lot of like places you can die yeah. there's a little bit of enemies yeah exactly but for shadow there's one of the levels later on where you are you're running from the base to the arc reactor to basically get yeah. into a fight with sonic yep um and that was probably my favorite shadow level mm. um it starts off with rail grinding and you jump from rail to rail to get coins and to avoid enemies mm -hmm. and it was just it was just nice enough it was challenging enough in terms of getting on the rails and the enemies and stuff but it wasn't so frustrating that i was bouncing around the screen and clipping through, clipping through fins and stuff like that yeah, yeah. one of the ones that so I that Sorry, go keep going. No, I was just going to say that was probably my favorite one. It's one of the yeah. later ones. Um, it's the it's the shadow level before the fight against Sonic at the very end. Right, right. Um, but yeah, yeah. One of the ones that like I 
it's like embedded into my mind was like the desert pyramidy level where you're having to like open the doors and then the doors are on a timer and you have to try to get to the door as fast as you can before it shuts again. And that involves you, like, like you said, homing attacks, using the light shoes to like get on rings so you can get over there quickly so the door doesn't fall. I remember doing that one a lot and being okay, semi-frustrated, but okay nonetheless. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the Sonic and Shadow levels are okay. But, but speaking of frustrating, uh, the Rouge and Knuckles find the Chaos Emerald bits. Uh, how did you how did you fare with those? Fuck these levels. <laughs> like, the only good thing about these levels... The music? ...is the fucking music. That, like, pumpkin like, one with, put... like, the rap that's in the background? It's like, oh, that's it's oh, fantastic. Oh, my God. The pumpkin one, and I sent you one that's, like, the very first Knuckles yep. level is like some like 90s hip-hop yeah like it's slapping track it's a banger fucking good so good the problem with those levels right is that it isn't it isn't so you have three pieces of chaos emerald you need to find that isn't the problem the problem is that the game gives you hints and mm-hmm. it will be like oh uh the free skulls and like the idea is that all of the hints are pointing to one specific area on the map that you Mm -hmm. need to dig but you have to collect the gems in order yeah so you can't you can't get hints for like the third gem so you might start right next to the third gem but you need to go to the other side of the level to collect the first one and then work your way back and there's one very specific rouge level. I think it was rouge or it might have been. No, actually, I think it was knuckles where you have to fuck around with the water levels in the mine. Oh, yes. It was Ocarina of Time, a water temple all over again. <laughs> oh, my God. Like you have to access, like you have to drop it to like the mid level to get the first emerald and then bring this. it back up to get the second. And to yeah. get the third, you have to completely get rid of the water so fucking annoying so so annoying And the problem with those two is that and the thing with uh knuckles and rouge is they can like hover so when you drop off a ledge or anything also with these levels they are not as linear as the sonic ones with sonic and shadow it's very much like a to b kind of thing but with rouge and knuckles it's more of just like here's an open area you have these things to find and collect go find them you have a little gem at the top that'll like i think it'll like start red and it'll get to green if you're close by but Jesus, the other way around. Oh, so it's yeah. yeah, so it goes to red when it's close by. But that's also just incredibly confusing because you'll be so close and you're like, it's red. I, I'm here. It says it's red. I'm on the spot and I'm digging and nothing's coming up. And it's just like you had to be like an inch to the right or an inch to the left or a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And you find yourself just like digging into like a big circle in that area trying to find the emeralds. And it's just incredibly frustrating. Well, so the, the other problem as well is that that little radar doesn't take into account like... Uh, what do they call it? The Z axis, like yeah. the height. Yeah, yeah. So you can be in the right area, but too low. Not at the right, right, not at the right. And height. you don't know. There's one level with Rouge where I was in a place and it was like going red. It was going red, 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 and I was digging, 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 moving around, and it turned out I had. To... <laughs> this was the other level that pissed me off with Rouge. It turned out I had to jump on the back of a turtle to be taken down (laughs) into a bay and then hold on to another turtle that was swimming around to be taken around the back of this jowl cell to go and get the gem that was in the jowl cell. So even though it was beeping red, I was on the wrong side of the jowl cell. And 
they're just yeah. so fucking annoying. And the, the clues they, that the game give you don't really help. No, I would not say. at all. They're they're incredibly vague. It'll be like, oh, Skull Island, and you're like, what? Yeah. And then you talk to one of the little fucking chows, and it's like, this is known as Skull Island, and you're like, oh, okay, right, I'm in the right place. <laughs> well, I mean, even like, I think one of the good memories I have with this is it's incredibly frustrating. Don't get me wrong. But like I said, this game's multiplayer. So I had a lot of times where you can do this mode and you can compete with your friends. It'll be first to find all three emeralds. So there's a lot of nights of us like staying up and playing and competing with one another. And that competitive aspect made, it solidified a lot of fun memories of me staying up with friends, trying to do these levels. And I think that definitely helps. See, I could understand that being a lot more fun. Yeah. You know, I could I could see the appeal of this game being like, oh, okay, we're going to side-by-side run City Escape as yeah. Shadow and Sonic yeah. and see who finishes first. Like, that I can 100% see the appeal of, even mm. today. Yeah. Even today, if I had the means to play it with somebody, that would be a lot more appealing to me than doing it on my own. That's fair. I understand that. And I think that's probably why I have a lot more uh, nostalgia for it. It's just because I played it with friends so much. Yeah, I can imagine, man. But, um, I mean, the last one to talk about is the Eggman Tales levels. I mean, do you really need to even talk about those? They're just, they're worthless levels anyways. <laughs> they're so, like, it's not that they're bad. It's like you said, they're just, there's no substance to it. Like, what? what is it? Well, you you go around in this mech and you hold B and you spring the stick in a 360 degree motion and you highlight nine enemies and you let go of B and then the rockets shoot and you destroy everything. And then you, you carry on and, yeah. you know, they, they try to add these bits in to make it more complex, like uh, towards the end of the Eggman levels, there starts being these like metal pyramids on top of platforms that you have mm. to shoot with a cannon in order to destroy them to land on the platform. But, but there's e- not really even then, a process to any of it. Like They're incredibly passive in the sense of just like, I think with at least like the Sonic levels, there's kind of this idea of like going fast and exciting. And usually, even though the jumping from spring to spring does get disorienting at times, it does add like interesting camera angles and interesting like views of this world where like the tails and Eggman levels is you holding B and walking forward. And that's pretty much 90% of the holding B spinning the joystick in different directions. So you can lock on all the enemies, (laughs) letting go of B and then repeat rinse and repeat for that, the entire level. Yeah, that is, that is literally it. And there, even though I got frustrated with the whole Rouge and Knuckles level, I would say that the Eggman Tails levels are probably my least favorite of the yeah. three types of levels that we have. Well, because um, I, I'll even admit, the boss fights, we should. Yeah. No, sorry, I was going to say, like, there are moments in the game where you fight your counterpart. So, as Eggman, you will fight Tails. Right. And as Shadow, you fight Sonic. Um, but it's just even then, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So, I, I lock on to Tails and then I shoot him with a missile. Yeah. Like, I think in one of the fights he has a special move that you have to avoid and that mm. becomes a bit of bit more challenging. But yeah. even then with the special move, he's like stuck in motion and he just kind of pivots. Right, right. So well, with, you, well, once you learn how he does it, yeah. it's still like... 
and all of those, like, like I said, all of those add into the multiplayer aspect too. You can do like death matches with two people where you're like shooting each other down and shooting that laser at them and trying to avoid it. You know, you talked about the uh, Tails Racing thing. There's a whole like Mario Kart section of this game where you can compete with friends and pick different characters and different cards. Is that and multiplayer? Yeah, it's multiplayer. Okay, see, because I, I unlocked it and it was like, oh, do you want to do the, the Mario, like the Sonic Kart section? And I was right. like no i have no interest in playing that it's bad it is bad i i told you before the recording there is no part of me that when i recommended this to you thought you were gonna be like wow this was a great experience thank you so much for asking me to play this game i was like you're gonna hate it that's just that is what it is and i understand but you you i I feel like the reason you recommended it is because it's the quintessential 3d sonic experience right like People talk about Sonic Boom because of how bad it was and stuff. But if yeah. you talk to somebody about 3D Sonic games, yeah. nine times out of ten, they they either mention Sonic Generation, Sonic Heroes, or Sonic Adventure Battle Two, yeah. or Sonic Adventure Two Battle, whatever, yeah. it, whichever way around it is. This, even though they're like the, yeah. the free, yeah, even though this had like we talked about the problems and having so many issues with it, this kind of like kicked off this 3D Sonic game, like uh, the 3D Sonic genre. People pretty much yeah. started here or somewhere after this like the sonic adventure franchise or somewhere after that yeah it, it's it is to sonic what mario 64 was to mario yeah you know and that's kind of why you have to have and i i, I mean i've got to be i've got respect for the game i don't get me wrong i mean i i <laughs> this sounds so weird i hated that i enjoyed my time with the game <laughs> because i like yes i knew that yes. i shouldn't have like on paper the game is fucking awful the the lip syncing animations are awful the yeah. gameplay isn't great but at the same time i'm like yeah man it's fucking sanic like i'm exactly. i'm running around and i'm i'm snowboarding down on a part of a helicopter <laughs> and if i press a he does a flip I'm like yeah this this just makes me like want to make you play through more Sonic games because I also haven't experienced a ton of them. After kind of the GameCube PS2 era Sonic games, my Sonic knowledge kind of goes out of the way. Like I didn't play a lot of the Wii ones with Sonic and the Secret Rings and Sonic and the Black Knight and everything like that. Like I missed all of those. Mm. I mean, from what I've heard, they are well, they're all bad. even worse. No, yeah, absolutely. The only one that I've heard that was good recently was I heard that that just got part of the Switch was Colors colors yeah colors and generations supposed to be yeah. like the two good 3d ones um interested to see what this open world was it sonic frontiers or something breath, called? breath of the sanic is coming out soon breath of the sanic <laughs> yeah sonic, I think it's sonic of the wild sonic, sonic of the wild i think it's frontiers yeah but that seems interesting yeah yeah but again i mean like we said like you wouldn't really if it wasn't for the fan love of Adventure Two Battle, mm. you wouldn't have all of these things going forward. So, Ben, what are you, what um, are your kind of like uh, final thoughts on Sonic Adventure Two Battle? How did you How did you feel about it? <laughs> I can... It's one of those things that, like, you know how everyone says, like, you can have things that are so bad they're good. Yeah, like it's almost like that. You know, like the 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 game does control like shit sometimes but being a like i mean i was born 93 so kind of a 90s kid kind of not like it that 90s angst 
when I'm playing it is what makes me go like, oh yeah, okay. You know, it, 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 it scratches some kind of nostalgia itch that I didn't know I had. Um, I, un- I unlocked a part of you that you didn't realize was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like when I was, when I was started playing city escape, I, I had forgotten that memory of playing it around my nan's or my uncle's dreamcast. And it wasn't until the truck came through I was like, "Oh, holy shit! Yes, I remember playing this level." I, I could just like imagine like you going and sitting down at your computer, like, "Cool, I'm gonna play Sonic Battle Adventure Battle 2. I've never played it before." And as you sit down and you start playing the City Escape, and the music comes on, you're just like singing along, and you're like, "Why do I know these lyrics? Like, I, I know these yeah. words, but I don't know why." And I didn't. I'm I didn't even know it happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, I saw it playing, and the soundtrack kicked in, and all of a sudden, I was wearing a black shirt with flames <laughs> at the bottom, and <laughs> um, I wouldn't. <clears throat> I mean, it's one of those things that, like, if somebody's like, "Oh yeah, I love Sonic," and I've never played the game, then I'd say play it. Yeah, you know, try it out. Um, try it out. You know, it's I used an emulator called Dolphin. Yeah. I tried using RetroArch, but Dolphin was the one that worked for me, um, and that's a GameCube emulator, and I had no issues with that whatsoever. Mm. Um, I, I. Yeah, I like I said, I, I would say that I simultaneously loved and hated my time with the game. Yeah. Just understand the expectations um, the going time. in, you know, like if you're yeah, thinking exactly. that you're going to have like a phenomenal, like life changing experience, you probably won't. But if you're just wanting to it's have life changing, well, but... yeah, like maybe not for good, <laughs> but exactly. <laughs> but if you're wanting to experience kind of like I think this Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is kind of the epitome of this time period in gaming. I think if you want to go back oh, yeah. and like kind of experience that again, like if you're kind of our age and grew up with that nostalgia and everything, if you want to go and experience that like idea of what games were back in that time, this is a perfect game to play. Well, so I've I've got a younger brother, like I said yeah. uh, before, I think like he's 15 at the minute. He's going to be 16 in June. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, do you uh, do you want to see what the 90s were like in games? <laughs> He was like, what? And then so I showed him the City Escape. I showed him like some gameplay of City Escape. Mm. And my stepdad was watching it and he was like, oh, holy shit, I forgot about this. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just, it unlocks something in that like 90s part of your brain that you just forget is there. What I will say is, I know you, you played this, you said you showed your brother and everything like that, but like play this with a friend. Like just sit down have some drinks and play Sonic Adventure 2 Battle because I think that even if you're frustrated and even if you're angry, you won't help but have like a smile on your face and be like, oh, like I remember you, this. You know, what it's, you know what it's like, right? It's like, um, I don't know if anyone else does this, right? But there's a movie called Starship Troopers okay. and it is fucking, it's awful. It is an awful movie and it's watched because of how bad it is. Yeah. But it's one of those things that like, I know of people that will be like, okay, we're having a movie night. We're going to get people around and we're going to watch Starship Troopers. And it feels like that. Like, you know, we're going to sit around and have some drinks and laugh at the goofy fucking mouth animations and feel weirdly sexually uncomfortable about Rouge (laughs) the Bat. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And it, it feels like that kind of game. It feels that kind of game where like, you don't go into it seriously. Yeah. You go into it knowing that it's a goofy ass game mm. that's trying to be serious and you just kind of roll with it. And I think if you go into it once I once I'd played it like for a couple of hours, like two, three hours, and I knew 
what I was doing and I was able to temper my expectations and just roll with the goofiness, then I started to enjoy myself a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are Sonic games. You should play them mm-hmm. or don't. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> so- Sonic is doing fine. Think- Sonic is doing fine for himself if you play or don't play his game. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that like if you're a fan of the franchise and you haven't played you either check of it these out. two, you should check it out. Right. Yeah, go in with with tempered expectations. One of them's ridiculously hard, and one of them's ridiculously goofy. Yeah. But- I think they we are I, both good times nonetheless. Yeah, I think we both came out with a different perspective and more appreciation for this section of Sonic that maybe we both weren't familiar with, but we had a little bit of exposure to, but it's just like, oh yeah, this is good. This is fine. Because I had I enjoyed my time playing Sonic yeah. Hedgehog 2. It was a grand old time. Yeah, I mean I enjoy my time playing Adventure 2 Battle. Like yeah. it, it definitely like I said with the with the 64 comparison, like Mario 64, it definitely gave me more of an appreciation for where we are now yeah. with sonic as a franchise man if you want a weird sonic you should play heroes because heroes is like you're in teams of three and you can control each one of them independently and like knuckles grabs tails and sonic on his fists and then oh. uses them as like punching like like punching bags that's when you have like the speed form and the yeah. power form yeah yes yeah. no i've i know you i know of this but- uh what's the other one What's the is it Sonic Forces where you could create your own character? It yes. came out like 2018. Yes, your own you could like, create your, your Sonic, own character. Yeah, your own Sonic uh, original character that you're OC, which is uh, <laughs> it's something, all right. I, I didn't play that one, but uh, apparently it was also. No, I garbage. didn't. Again, that was a Game Grumps Game Grumps that playthrough I watched. Go watch but, Game um, Grumps. They play a lot of great Sonic. They just I think they recently played through Sonic Two Adventure Two Battle, and it is hilarious watching us. Uh, Aaron do his Sonic voice and sing inappropriate things. Well, so go go do that. He he loves Sonic. Yeah. Like, he's a big Sonic fan, and like, uh, you know, he. I mean, he's even like spoken to people at Sega who like are in charge of Sonic and stuff, and yeah. like, you know, he's good friends with them, and it's just funny to watch. Yeah, it's just funny to watch. Go watch Absolutely. Black Knight. Go watch God. Adventure Two Battle. Or um, if you don't want to sit through full series, just go watch the animated of any of those because Unavoidable Chin Move by Sutru oh, is Unavoidable hilarious. Chin Moves should be entered into like the YouTube Hall of Fame. It that really is should. just like a fucking... Ah, oh, dear, yeah. It's just, but, yeah. It's just hilarious. I, I'm, yeah. I'm... Go on. I was going to say, it's just hilarious in that watching, just like feeling Dan being uncomfortable sitting next to Aaron when he's legitimately like fuming at a game where he's like, I'm going to break this controller right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's the playthrough where he like punched something in the room and broke one of the lighting fixtures in the room <laughs> because he was just so pissed off. Oh man! And like, it's not even an understatement. If you watch that part of the game, like, it's it's not even an understatement as to as to that. But anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed your time with Sonic Hedgehog too. Same. I'm glad you enjoyed somewhat of Battle 2. You enjoyed aspects yeah. of it. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, I, I hate that I enjoyed as much as I did. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I guess, is there anything you want to say to the lovely people before we sign off? Uh, no, go follow my very niche show, uh, Play Along Podcast. You should definitely check it out. Uh, you should listen to all of our other episodes. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it'll it's our one year month so there's lots of other great recs that are going to be going up and check them out with a yeah. variety of people it's just us <laughs> it's just us 
but yeah i mean that's i think that's one of the things like very quickly like one of the things i like about our sort of what we do is like yeah. saying to richard when i i was on an episode of desert island games if you haven't listened go listen to that me and richard talk about uh what i would take to a desert island and there's mm. some very hot controversial takes apparently i don't know um but i said like i like the fact that you know like we did ocarina as our first episode like first series a year ago right and somebody could find us in four years time and go back and, listen and to still that. listen to still listen to ocarina like it doesn't matter um oh and that's one of the things i like yeah i absolutely love that but in uh the desert lion games episode we were talking you said at the very end like what franchise you leave behind it was crash of spyro and you're like oh i'm pretty sure jared would leave crash because he loves spyro uh you're right <laughs> yeah i yeah. can't remember where i remember hearing it but i was yeah. like i know jared likes spyro i I've, know he's a spyro fan. i haven't played a ton of spyro but i've only played the first crash and maybe for like 10 minutes oh okay right that's not even the best one so <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly um well, but thank you very much for listening sad. guys i'm glad yeah. you made it to the end if you've played either of the games that we talked about, then let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, play along pod, Twitter and Instagram. Or, or, you know, when when's this going up? Can we can we discuss the fin? Is it, is it going up in time? I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. There may... No, it wouldn't be. No, it's not. There's... There may or may not be another avenue for you to talk with us at some point in exactly. the future. If that thing is up, you'll know what it is. And if it's not, you won't, but you'll find out later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all righty well we'll leave it there guys yes uh, like we said it before thank you for listening absolutely and uh we'll see you in the next one peace out bye ciao